All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Well, hello. I hope you're having an awesome day and a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me. I am so appreciative of you and your time. And uh, if it's your first time here, welcome. Listen, I just had the best weekend. I got to enjoy some time alone. My husband was away. My younger son was away. My older son is left for college. And so I actually had for about 24 hours, maybe 30 hours, time to myself all by my lonesome. It was so much fun. It was so great. I, of course, love having all the boys around, but oh, it's so nice to just sometimes sit around and binge watch Netflix. And I was telling my friend, I was laughing because you know how you like might sometimes say to someone, well, it's not like I sit around and eat bonbons all day. Or you think that you're like, who are these people who eat bonbons? And literally I was sitting on the couch binge watching Netflix with a box of bonbons from Trader Joe's in my lap. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am one of those ladies who sits around and eat bonbons. So anyway, it was fun. I had a great, uh, like I said, I actually had a day and a half. So it was wonderful. And during that time, I spent time with one of my friends who is a very successful real estate agent. And she was telling me about her challenges when it comes to running her book of business and her schedule. Because of course we talked all things personal and fun. And then at some point we were like, Hey, how's work? How's business? And we started talking about things. So she is like a lot of clients that I have that she is really hardworking. She's really ambitious. She's successful. And a lot of things she does have really well organized and she is very much in control of. So in her case, she was saying, listen, I make my deadlines. My clients are well taken care of. I am not worried about like missing details. So for me, that's not an issue. But here's the issue. Here's the challenge. The downtime. When I have downtime, I just don't feel like doing anything. I know what I should be doing. I know I should be following up with prospects. I should be prospecting, as she says. But it's the last thing I want to do. Can you help me do that? How do I get motivated? How do I do it? I just, I don't feel like doing it. Okay, so I've heard this same thing from clients who are lawyers or physical therapists or coaches or really in every industry that it's like the downtime that they feel is really wasteful and they generally are feeling unproductive. And then, of course, even though they're smart and successful and awesome, they're beating themselves up over it. They feel like they're lazy and unproductive. They can't make good use of their time, yada, yada. And the self-sabotaging mind drama unleashes, out of which two very negative things tend to happen. Number one, you're feeling so unmotivated that you feel even more unmotivated, right? Because what you focus on what you is what you create. So we are focusing on being unmotivated and that's just lending itself to just more unmotivation. And then two, 
when the real deadline related work gets back on your calendar, like you're like, oh wait, I did get a new client and now I've got to run around and you know service them and get this and get the deadline and get all the stuff in place. You're a bit in a frenzy and you're so mad at yourself for wasting that downtime because you could have been so much further ahead when you actually have the project or the client, right? So it's like, you not only are you procrastinating and putting it off and unmotivated during that time, but then it like really screws you up for when you're not busy. All right, my sweet. So first of all, you're not alone, but let's just put an end to this vicious cycle right now, shall we? I want to first address what downtime is and why you actually do need it at times, how much is enough, and what's the differences between having your downtime to relax and then having your downtime where you're just really lazy and putting things off and just being a lazy butt. Okay. So first off, downtime is necessary, especially when you're coming off of a big close, a big event, a big deadline, a big project ending, right? Our bodies and brains and emotions need to recalibrate We need rest, my friend. You need time to recoup. So often our best creative ideas come because we've actually disconnected from all the frenzy. Okay, so there is a big difference between resting and wasting your time. Okay, let me give you a couple indications, I guess, of when you know you need rest. You're not being lazy, you just need rest. Okay, if you're just sleep deprived, you again, you've been working really hard, you're working 110%, and now your body just needs to rest. You are, don't have enough sleep. So give yourself the grace and rest and go get some sleep. Number two, you are overly emotional. If you are struggling to control your temper, right? Or you're crying over like very minor things, or you're getting very easily frustrated more than usual you are probably working from an empty cup. In this case, self-care should be a top priority. It is your time to rest. This is not being lazy. You need to get your emotional state together, which might also be related to getting more sleep, but you just got to give yourself a break, okay? And related to that, number three, you just can't remember the last time you did take care of yourself. You don't regularly prioritize it. And if you don't, you're going to fall to the bottom of the priority list. So if you haven't exercised in a while, go get some damn exercise. If you hadn't have a healthy meal, go get some good nutrition in your body, right? If you don't even remember what alone time feels like, schedule some in, go to a quiet place, go for a walk, go get a massage, go get a petty, go whatever, go do something, take care of yourself. It is not selfish. It is not lazy, but is actually how you're going to perform at your best. So one of the key components of feeling really rested and motivated and energized is feeling healthy and fulfilled. So put your needs first and it will help you take care of all your other responsibilities better. In summary, when you have good sleep and your emotions are under control and you've taken good care of yourself and you still feel like you can't get to work, well, then it's time to consider that you're just being plain old damn lazy and unmotivated. Okay, so here are some indicators of when you're just being lazy. Okay, you procrastinate important tasks and you prioritize 
unimportant ones. Okay. So these basically are like, I know what I should be doing, but instead I'm just going to do the really easy thing or the fun thing or just something else to try to justify that I'm actually staying busy. Like I'm really productive, but I know I'm really not, right? You're just crossing things off your list because you really want to just cross things off your list, but you really aren't making progress towards your goals. Then I would say you're actually just being kind of lazy. Okay. So you've done the self-care, you have rested, but you just don't feel like necessarily doing the hard thing or the thing that matters most, the thing that's most meaningful. Another indication of this is that you're complaining about situations, you're complaining about circumstances, but you're really not doing anything to change them. I actually think that's just lazy. I have fallen into this boat. I know I still do it even now, but I'm trying to really increase my awareness of it because I'm like, this is just me being lazy. I'm just going to sit here and complain and not do anything. So if you're constantly complaining about the drama at work or you complain about your friends or your weight or your finances or your messy house that no one is helping you clean, right? But you're not actually doing something about it. I think you're being kind of lazy, right? Because productive people are really creating solutions. Yes, we're all allowed to complain. I'm not saying you're not allowed to complain, But if you're sitting in that rut, if you're complaining over and over and over about the same damn thing, kick yourself in the butt, get out of the laziness and move to a motivated some type of solution or just stop complaining, right? Because nobody needs that. You just need to get out of it. You're allowed to do it, put a little time limit on it and then start moving. Okay. And then another way, another indication of what I think you're just being lazy, again, not about self-care and rest. But is like when you feel really guilty taking a break. Okay. So I, this one is actually very tricky to me um, because ambitious people feel guilty anytime they're not doing something, right? How often can you just like, do you feel like I can't even sit down because I have to keep busy all the time? <laughs> I know that was me. I'm much better about taking rest and breaks now because they're very intentional. But otherwise, I was, my husband would say to me all the time, can you just sit down? Like, what are you doing? Like, why I'm always finding something to do, whether it's in the kitchen or with just around the house or with, you know, tinkering on my website or like there was always something to do. Like, it's like, I didn't feel like I was being accomplished unless I had my fingers and hands in something. Okay. But I also want you to consider how you feel after rest. Okay. So if you did take a break, do you feel refreshed? Do you feel motivated? Do you feel energized? Or are you still feeling guilty and miserable? So if you're still feeling guilty and miserable, you may be overboard on the rest, maybe going like too far and kind of feeling getting into laziness, if that makes sense, right? So it's like you need to accomplish some other things to boost your confidence and your mood and get out of the laziness. So that's this one is a fine line because on one hand, I'm like, I understand when you feel guilty because I've been there and I do that. But once I do, if I do take a break, right, I often feel like, oh, I needed that break, right? It feels good is my point. The the break feels good because you're like, I've just been working like crazy and I'm just wasting my time now. I'm not doing anything really productive. I'm just, I need that break, right? I need to calibrate, recalibrate and recoup. But if you take that break and you come out feeling like really miserable and guilty about it, then chances are you've fallen into the laziness bucket. Okay. I hope that makes sense. But basically, if you've rested, you've done some self-care and you're still not moving on what you know you need to do, you're dealing with laziness. That's how I really differentiate these. 
right? Okay. I know I went off a little bit on a sidebar there, but it is really important to acknowledge rest and taking care of yourself versus I'm just being lazy. All right. So now that we've got that out of the way, now let's say you have this, you've had this huge deadline. Maybe you had a presentation, maybe you had a client close, maybe you had that closing for that real estate deal, right? And you've been working, 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 working like 150%. You're crazy. It's on and now it's done. It's over, right? And let's say after that, you did give yourself a break. You took some rest. You understand. I need to have some downtime. I need to recalibrate. But now you're like, I still have time, right? I still have time because my next client or presentation or deadline hasn't hit yet. So how do I make, how do I make use of this downtime? What do I do? So I'm going to stick with the case of my real estate friend. Okay. So the first thing you need to do in this type of situation is to have a comprehensive list of what you can do during downtime with specifics. All right. So I recently went through this whole scenario. I also also had a several big deadlines, big presentations, just coaching things, just a lot of stuff happening. And it kind of felt like I was like, oh, when I just get to that, when I get to Thursday, when I get to Thursday, when I get to Thursday, I can calm down, right? Okay. So I do that. I take the second half of Thursday, I'll say quote unquote off. I mean, I had my mom duties, but like, I was like, I'm just going to rest and go for a long walk. Um, You know, I got my nails done that night. Like I was like, I'm just going to give myself that rest. Okay. But the next day, I didn't have anything. It was a Friday. I didn't have anything really due. I didn't have anything really for till like midweek, the following week. I could be getting ahead on so many things. But all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know what I damn need to do. Like, I know I have all these things to organize in my house. I know I have systems to update my business. I know I have software I need to like look into and research for work. But literally, <laughs> when I had that time on that Friday, I mean, no joke, I couldn't remember any of it. Like I just, I was sitting there like, what should I do today? Oh, I don't have anything to do, but yet I know I have so much to do. It was like lingering over me. It's like my brain shut down or what I could remember I had to do. Like I was like, okay, I know I could be organizing a lot of things or I could be systemizing some more things. Whatever I could remember, it felt so huge that my brain automatically shut down too. So that's why there's typically two problems in the scenario. One, you can't remember anything. Or two, you can remember what you need to be doing, but it's so big, you're not going to do it. In either of those cases, in both cases, a really comprehensive broken down list is exactly the solution. Don't have one? You guessed it, my friend. It is time for a brain dump. In fact... Chances are you might have a list going, but in that crazy hectic time when you were dealing with that big deadline related project or that closing, your brain dump list completely fell to the wayside. Am I right? Don't worry. It happens to the best of us. So when you do have a little bit of downtime, this is the first and best place to start. It will help you feel in control, get back in the game, prioritize, delegate, and essentially get clarity. You'll get out of the fog. You'll get out of the laziness. You'll get out of the procrastination. Once you brain dump, brain dump everything that you can think of, every follow-up you need to make, every system you want to work on, every project that's outstanding, every marketing campaign, every I should be doing, every I want to be doing, get it down. Then, Organize that giant list into projects, 
with your many related tasks below each one. By the way, I know I've talked a lot about brain dumping, but if you want a deeper dive into this, into list making in general, check out two episodes. One is like right when I started this this, uh, podcast is one of my, I think, top downloaded. And then another one, I'm going to link both of them, but one is called Five Reasons Your To-Do List Might Suck. That's episode 12. And then the other one is How to Get Lingering Tasks Off Your List. And that's episode 33. So I'll link to both of those. So if you want to like get more, if you're like not so familiar with this whole brain dump thing and what I'm talking about and these lists and all that stuff, go listen to those and it'll really like break it down for you. Okay. But here's what happens when you go through that process. A, you see your projects. You actually now are like, oh, wait, I do remember. I do have all this stuff. Okay. And B, you know all the small little bitty steps for each one and how long each step is going to take. Okay. This is like a massive aha. Talk about incredible clarity. Taking action becomes so much easier. You'll be able to tackle something meaningful versus nothing at all, or just doing those tasks that are really not valuable and not progressing towards your goals, right? Instead, you're going to do something that's really meaningful and rewarding. Okay. So let's get back to my friend, the realtor. And she says, you know, I know, so I know when I have downtime, this is what she's telling me, I should be prospecting, right? I should be prospecting for new deals. I have a database of a hundred people and I should just be reaching out to them. So that seems like something she knows what to do with, right? She knows what to do. She knows how she should be doing it when she has this downtime, when she has a lull, right? So why can't she take action? Because even though that seems like I know what to do, I have a process around it, I have a database, like it seems like things are all organized, like I just know what to do. It's still a pretty freaking big project, right? It's still a lot. There's still a hundred people. It's like, well, what does that follow up look like? And what should you be reaching out and do? It just, it just still feels so heavy. That's the only word I can think for it. The weight of that. It doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel motivating. It's just like not the thing you want to do. What if she had already done all the hard work and the hard thinking and she brain dumped and maybe wrote down a few very specific next steps? Like create one template email for new prospects who have reached out in the last 30 days. Just one template. Or send three of those templates to, you know, three new prospects who reached out in the last 30 days. Or create one customized video for Cindy, right? Someone specific, some prospect. Or Watch a specific webinar, like put that name actually down on your list, whatever it's called, for the one hour to get the CE credit that she needs. Or go through photos on my phone and pick three for an Instagram post this week. Okay, do you see how specific I'm getting here versus thinking, I need to be growing my business or I need to be following up with my prospects? It's just too vague. It's too general. It doesn't offer you motivation. It doesn't give you momentum, especially in that very moment when you need it the most or in those hours or even over those days. You cannot rely on the big picture thinking at that point because you need that extra dose, that extra dollop of motivation. 
Another really important list you can create before or during this time, during this lull, during this downtime is a list of your priorities. It's kind of similar to this, this brain dump, but maybe even take that brain dump and say, okay, when I have this downtime, what are some things I really should be, right? Should be working on the things I keep putting off. What would I love to finally get off my plate? I find this super helpful in both my professional and personal life. So I'll tell you a funny story. One thing I have kept randomly thinking about personally is that I want to learn how to cook a few Thai dishes. Now, keep in mind, I don't even like cooking, but I do it because I'm the one who cooks in our family. And this is something that actually interests me. I love Thai food. I'm always like, why? I don't know how to make Thai food. I don't have any of the ingredients. I would love to learn that. And I'm no joke, been thinking about this on and off for two or three years. Like it just kind of comes to my mind every now and then, like when I'm cooking or when we go to a Thai restaurant, I'm like, God, I'd really love to learn how to make this. Or I know maybe I'll, I'll have it somewhere, you know, someone's house. Anyway, just like every now and then it's like a fleeting thought, like no joke until I finally put it on a list, the list of things I'd like to do, but I can't ever remember when the time is right. Right. So it's, it's this basically like, what is this, this downtime list? What is this like priority list of things? I, I know it's meaningful to me personally. Right. And I want to do it, but it's like, I just, again, never remember at the time and whatever. It's a fleeting thought. So I have on the list. Finally, I did it just two weekends ago. I finally did. I downloaded a few basic recipes. I went to the international market not too far from us. I got some of the foundational, like basic ingredients. And well, and now about, you know, this week it's on my list to make. But that's my point is it's like, unless it was finally down and I had those little tiny steps, the steps were get a couple of recipes, right? Or one of them was ask my aunt, she makes this amazing Thai shrimp soup. So I was like, ask her for the recipe, go to the international market, you know, get some of the groceries, Pick a meal for this week. Like that's how detailed it is for each step. And you can do the exact same thing in your business, right? What are those things you're like, I don't really remember, or it just I never seemed to get to, or I procrastinate. Like what is that downtime list? Keep that list handy, right? And if it's, if it's something you just started at one point and now you have downtime, well then just spend the time to brain dump on it and update it. Okay. So then you have your list. You've broken it down, then you pick something relatively small. And if it's not small, break it down so that it is small, right? Break down your task into just a first step. So no matter what, it is small, which means you do it, which means you have a win. And then you get motivated to take the next very small step. I am telling you that all the hard work goes into the brain dump, I swear. After that, you can find something meaningful on that list to do. And by meaningful, I mean something you're procrastinating or you know you should be doing. But without the list, it is really hard to get out of your own way. So then you might be asking, okay, so how do I get myself to even do the brain dump? And I've been thinking about this. And for me, it's just become my go-to every time and Anytime I'm in a slump, if I don't know what to do with myself, if I feel like I'm truly wasting my time, because again, I've already done the self-care practices, so I know it's not that. It is truly my answer to all stuckness. And I am not even kidding or exaggerating about that. I get it out of my head. 
I release the swirl that's going on. I get my thoughts and my brain and my emotions organized. Make this your go-to also. Imprint it on your forehead. Go put it on a sticky note. Make it your screensaver. Write a reminder. I don't care what you got to do. You got to do. You got to do it to make this practice the practice of all practices, right? Make this the practice of all practices. Your brain needs untangling. Your thoughts and your feelings, which impact your actions and your behaviors, need motivating. So the next time you start to feel yourself putting off what you need to do, right, in that downtime, or just in general, when you're overwhelmed with too much brain activity, too many demands and too many distractions, pull out your favorite pen, settle in, my friend, and do the brain dump. It doesn't take long, but it is an effective way in helping you tackle your problems, get clarity, relax your mind, take care of yourself, and God damn it, get moving on the right things. One immediate way to do that is to take this week's challenge. You spent your precious time with me and I want to make sure it's 100% worth it. So today's action is to do your brain dump or update your brain dump. So when you find yourself with some extra time, you know exactly how to use it in a way that feels valuable, productive, and rewarding. How about you make this commitment to do this in the next 24 hours? This practice may be one of the most powerful things you ever do in your business and in your life. I am here cheering you on. If you want to let me know you do it, come on over. Come on over and meet me over on Instagram on Life is Organized or come on over to the podcast and let me know. I'd love to be there for you. And a friendly reminder, if you have a friend or a colleague that you think could benefit from hearing this episode, girl, share it with them. I cannot thank you enough for listening, for sharing. If you've gotten some inspiration and motivation and have not yet left a review, please do that too, because it truly means the world to me, honestly. And it will also help me connect with other amazing women all around the world. And lastly, my dear, if you want some free kick-ass resources to stop overwhelm, to squash procrastination, and to stop distractions before they even come your way, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources to get your free killer tools. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time.